This is LanguageCaster.com's football podcast, week 30. Welcome to the show, everybody. Damien, what have we got this week? Yes, hello everybody. My name is Damien and I'm in Phnom Penh, which is the capital city of Cambodia. And even though it's uh, 30 degrees and very hot, the city is a very, very chilled place indeed. Right now, Damien, on today's show, uh, we have our usual features, of course, uh, a review of the week in the good, the bad, the ugly, uh, a new expression uh, connected to football in English for football. We continue with our Beckham watch, uh, discovering where David Beckham is in the world this week. Uh, then you're going to be doing a piece on the Brazilian and AC Milan star Ronaldo. Uh, then we have another Vox Pop and we wrap it all up with predictions. So then let's start with the good, the bad and the ugly, the review of the footballing week. Um, Damon, what was good for you? Thanks, Damien. Well, for me, first of all, I think it's good for neutral football fans around the world, especially uh, if they follow some of the European leagues. The top teams in the Bundesliga, La Liga and the Premier League all drop points, uh, closing uh, the race at the top of those divisions. So that's pretty good for the neutral fans. Also good in Argentina for fans of Huracan, the newly promoted side, they beat Tigre, another one of the sides that finished strongly last season. So uh, they've got two notable scalps in the last uh, couple of fixtures. Good for them. Now, my bad? Well, I've already mentioned that uh, the top sides in Europe haven't been doing very well, and Real Madrid lose three games in one week, the latest to Getafe, to a freak comedy goal. Um, come along to our site, and you can watch that clip there. Um, also, it was bad for Paul Gascoigne, better known as Gaza. He was sectioned uh, under the Mental Health Act, and he's receiving psychiatric treatment, um, a pretty... A bad way for his career to to go now, I think. As for ugly, well, I'm not going to do ugly this week. I'm going to do mad. Uh, Tom Hicks Jr., the son of the owners of Liverpool Football Club, decided he'd go down to the local pub uh, after the Middlesbrough-Liverpool game and uh, to the Sandon pub, a hangout where a lot of uh, some of the hardcore Liverpool fans gather. And, of course, his father isn't very popular at Liverpool at the moment, and uh, his visit wasn't really welcomed and ended with beer being thrown and even allegations that he was spat at. Um, I don't know, you've got to be pretty crazy to do that, I think. How about you, Damien? What, uh, what caught your eye in the football world last week? I think I can guess you're good. Yes, indeed, Damon. Uh, how did you guess? Uh, it was very good for Tottenham as they won their first trophy in nine years, winning the Carling Cup against their London rivals Chelsea 2-1, coming from behind and playing extremely well uh, physically, mentally, tactically and spiritually. Well done, Tottenham. Uh, it's also very good for Everton. Uh, they had a big away win at Manchester City to stay in fourth place. They look like they may well be getting that Champions League spot, Damon. <laughs> in their dreams. It was also good for Barcelona as they moved to within two points of the uh, league leaders Madrid in La Liga after scoring five times in the league last week. 
and uh, they also topped that off with an away draw in the semi-final of the King's Cup to Valencia in the first leg yesterday. So good for Barcelona. And it was also very good for Newcastle. Not Premier League team Newcastle, but the A-League team Newcastle Jets, who are the new Australian champions. Well done to them. Now, bad. It was bad for Newcastle as they were beaten 5-1 at home by Manchester United. They still haven't won under King Kev. There is even talk of relegation up there in the north of England. It was also very bad for the uh, Croatian and Arsenal striker Eduardo, whose uh, ankle was broken very, very badly in the match against Birmingham. It looks like he could be out for up to a year. Um, very bad for him. Now for Ugly, going back to that Australian A-League final, um, the goalkeeper from the losing team, uh, Mr Vugovic, has been suspended after attacking the referee at the end of the game. Pretty ugly indeed. Yeah, I saw that. It's very much along the lines of Ali Adidas, uh stroking of Mascarano's cheek in the Middlesbrough-Liverpool game. Um, next up, we've got our Beckham watch. So, Damien, last week, David was in Hawaii. Where is Mr. Beckham this week? Yes, this week, David Beckham is in Korea. Next up is Damon with a report on one of Brazil's greatest ever strikers. Still really pinging the ball around. And here's Ronaldo, plays it early to Ronaldo. The flag stays down! And Ronaldo scores his first goal in the World Cup Finals. Sadly, the Champions League second leg tie between Arsenal and AC Milan will not feature Ronaldo Luis Nazario de Lima, or as everyone knows him, Ronaldo. This isn't the Christian Ronaldo of Manchester United, who's being mentioned as a potential great, but the Ronaldo, already recognised as one of the greatest players of the last 15 years, and perhaps of all time. This is Rivaldo. Ronaldo's run inside the penalty. There he is! He's gone. It's Ronaldo! It's the Brazilian Ronaldo of Cruzeiro, PSV, Barca, Inter, Real Madrid, and now of AC Milan. Once again, Adilson. It's the Ronaldo who won the golden boot with eight goals in the 2002 World Cup and a winner's medal, along with being voted the best player in the 1998 tournament. It wasn't the first or last time it was decided that Ronaldo was the best. He's won the FIFA Player of the Year award three times in 1996, 97 and 2002. That puts him alongside Zidane, as the only player to win the award three times. But of course, it wasn't collecting awards and medals that makes him famous. Makes many believe he deserves a mention, along with the all-time greats such as Pele, Maradona, Best, Cruyff, Puskas. 
it was scoring goals with devastating pace and power, being able to take on defenders with not just speed, but technique and incredible balance. Listen to these statistics. A Cruzeiro played 13, scored 12. PSV played 46, scored 42. Barcelona, 34 goals in 37 appearances. At Inter, 49 goals in 69 games. Real Madrid played 127, scored 83. And 9 from 16 at AC Milan. At international level for Brazil, 62 from 97 games. Amazing. Truly a goal-scoring machine. And all that despite a crisis in his career in 1998 when he performed below par at the World Cup and was clearly mentally not ready for the final, where he was a huge disappointment. The next year, he injured his right knee badly, and it was to be nearly two years before he fully recovered. But he did recover and stormed back onto the world stage, outshining David Beckham in the World Cup in Korea and Japan. However, this latest injury, a ruptured tendon in his left knee, has many commentators wondering if he can make a comeback. He had seemed set to regain some of his past sharpness, partnering Pato up front for AC Milan. And at 31, age is on his side. But you have to wonder if the hunger will still be there for a player who has already been on the Brazilian team bench in a World Cup at 17. It would be a sad way to hang up his number nine shirt, but if he doesn't come back, he will be remembered as one of the greatest strikers ever. Thanks to LFC Alex for that report soundtrack. You are listening to Thanks, Damon. Great stuff again there. Now, next up, we have Vox Pops. Okay, Vox Pops, the section where we ask you what you think about an issue in the football world. Last week, we asked you who you thought would be the Champions League winners. Of course, there are 16 teams still in this competition. And uh, unsurprisingly, um, most people voted for the top four teams in the uh, bookmakers' odds. Uh, Barcelona received the most votes, along with Chelsea. 18% of our readers and listeners thought Barcelona or Chelsea would win. That was followed by uh, Liverpool, 12%. And uh, somewhat surprisingly, Celtic. I think uh, we had quite a few Celtic fans on our site last week. Um, remember, Celtic are actually 400 to 1 to win uh, the Champions League. So a bit of a surprise there. Man United, Real Madrid all had 9%. Both had 9%. And then a little bit of interest for Sevilla. Um, so, of course, it's still early stages. And a lot of those games are finely balanced. Not least Manchester United and Lyon and AC Milan Arsenal all coming up uh, next week. And so we'd like to ask you again. 
who you think will win the Champions League. So maybe you'd like to wait until after the uh, second round games and uh, tell us what you think. Also, leave a comment, of course. Come to the site, languagecaster.com, and on the right-hand side, you will see Vox Pops and make your choice there. And of course, read all of the posts. And for those of you interested in learning English, we have worksheets, online quizzes, and vocabulary notes one click away. And now it's time for Damien with English for Football. Yaggity yag, I don't talk back. Yaggity yag, yaggity yag. On this week's English for Football, we focus on the expression to turn something around. This expression is used to describe a change from something negative to something more positive, to move in a positive direction. So, for example, Barcelona have turned their season around as their players return from injury and they start winning games again. While Tottenham turn the Carling Cup final around with some astute tactical decisions and lots of heart in beating Chelsea. I wonder if Damon can turn the predictions battle around later on in the show to turn something around. Next up is predictions. Okay, let's see if Damon can turn around this predictions battle. He was two points down going into week 29. Now, we started off with a UEFA Cup game between Atletico Madrid and Bolton, and I thought Atletico would have too much for Bolton, but I was wrong. Uh, My 3-0 prediction was completely off the mark. Damon went for 1-1. It was 0-0. Bolton go through. Damon gets a point. Now, next up was the big game in Germany between Bayern Munich and Hamburg. Um, I thought this would be a Bayern Munich 2-0 victory. Uh, Damon went for 1-1. He was spot on. 1-1, three points for Damon. Now, another game featuring Bayern Munich was the local derby against Munich 1860. Uh, We both went for a home victory and uh, Bayern Munich won it 1-0, so we both get a point each. Damon on five, Damon on one. Now, another derby was the uh, Turin derby between Juventus and Torino. Uh, I went for a home victory, Juventus, so did Damon, but it was a nil-nil draw, so no points there. Now, the big game in Italy as well last week was the Inter-Roma game, uh, a decider for the title, perhaps. Um, I went for a 2-1 Inter win, uh, but uh, Damon went for 1-1, and it was 1-1, so three more points for him. Now, big game in Spain last week was Sevilla against Zaragoza, a resurgent Sevilla side. Uh, We both went for the home victory, they won 5-0, so we got a point each there. Now, in Mexico, uh, Pachuca against Cruz Azul. Uh, Damon, as he mentioned last week, has a soft spot for Pachuca, so he went for a 2-0 win for them. Um, but I got it right. I said Cruz Azul would win, and they did, so one point for me. Now, in Argentina, River Plate and San Lorenzo. Um, I went for a 1-0 victory for River Plate. Damon went for a 2-0 victory for River Plate, and he was right. 2-0. Three more points for Damon. Newcastle, Manchester United. Well, we didn't really know what we were talking about, did we? Manchester United cruised to a 5-1 victory. No points for either Damon's win for Newcastle or my draw. And finally, the Carling Cup final. I said that uh, Chelsea uh, would lose to Tottenham 2-1. And uh, I was right. I got uh, three points there. Damon gets a point. He called it 3-1. So the total was 13 points for Damon and seven for me.
Right, let's move on to this week's predictions. Um, we've got Arsenal against Aston Villa from the Premier League. Now, Aston Villa are, are playing very well at the moment and hoping to uh, gain a European place, um, but I don't think they're going to beat Arsenal at the Emirates. It'll be 2-1 to the Gunners. Now, another team in form, of course, is Everton. We've already mentioned them, and uh, they play Portsmouth. And I think they'll continue their good form, and they're going to beat Portsmouth 1-0. Now, in Germany, big game there is Schalke against Bayern, and uh, I think this will be a 1-1 draw. Now, in Italy, we've got Juventus and Fiorentina, who seem to be dropping points uh, uh, quite regularly these days. So I think Juventus are going to win this one 1-0 at home. Now, a big game in Spain, Atletico Madrid and Barcelona. Atletico Madrid are going through a bit of a sticky patch at the moment. And Barcelona are hitting form, and I think they'll continue with their good form to win 3-1 away in the Calderon. Now here's something new. We've got the big derby game in Serbia. It's uh, the Belgrade derby between Red Star and Partizan, the top two in the Serbian league. And I think this will be a 1-1 draw. Now another derby is in Portugal this week. The Clásico in Portugal is Sporting Lisbon against Benfica. Uh, Benfica not playing so well these days and I don't think they're going to win this one. They're going to lose 2-1. Now the Champions League second leg games take place on Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, Milan will play Arsenal and I think they'll be too good uh, for the Gunners and I think this will be 1-0 to Milan. Now Manchester United host Lyon and uh, I think they'll get through this one 2-0. It'll be quite comfortable for the Reds. And finally, Real Madrid and Roma, 3-1 to Real Madrid. Possibly after extra time, but they're definitely going to get through. Damon, how about yours? Very interesting predictions indeed, and uh, quite difficult to argue with, Damien. Um, but if I'm to continue to turn things around, uh, I need to pick up points this week too. Arsenal-Villa. Well, this is going to be a tough game, and I've got a feeling uh, Arsenal are going to be emotionally drained. It's going to be 1-1. Everton-Portsmouth, another fascinating battle here. Everton really want to consolidate their fourth place while Portsmouth want to push on and, and maybe get fourth place as well. Who knows? Um, it's going to be a very hard game, this, but I think Everton are going to win it. They're going to win it 2-1. In Germany, Schalke-Bayern. Uh, maybe uh, Schalke can dent Bayern's uh, title hopes here. Remember, Schalke blew their chances last late last year. I think they're going to win. They're going to win this one 2-1. In Italy, Juventus against Fiorentina. Juve are going to continue their good form and they're going to win this one 2-0. Atletico Madrid against Barcelona. Barcelona hammered them last year in this fixture. Um, but I think Atletico Madrid are going to surprise people and uh, they're going to win this one uh, 2-1. In Serbia, Red Star Belgrade against Partizan Belgrade. Um, mm, huge derby. Nil-nil. In Portugal, Sporting against Benfica. Mm, I've got a feeling Benfica are going to win this one. They're going to win it 1-0 away. And the Champions League is back for the second legs. Uh, the last 16, remember, AC Milan against Arsenal. AC Milan with a few injuries, but Arsenal too. Of course, we heard about uh, Eduardo's injury, and they, this is a crucial game for them, isn't it? Um, can they can they progress in this competition? I think AC Milan are going to have a little bit too much for them, and they're going to win this one uh, 2-1. Manchester United-Leon. 
I'm going to go for a surprise here. I'm going to go for a Leon 1-0 away victory. And Real Madrid against Roma. I think Roma are going to get through here. They're going to, they, this is going to be a tie. It's going to be 1-1 and Roma will progress uh, to the last eight. Well, those are my predictions. And thanks for listening to the show, everybody. See you next week. Okay. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Enjoy all the football. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>